Welcome back to Tapping Into Crypto, the podcast for everything cryptocurrency from buying it, selling it, staking it, and everything in between. So if you're a beginner, a Bitcoin veteran, or just crypto curious, we've got you covered. I am your host, Alicia Chapman, and this episode is one that you have all been asking for. So you've bought some Bitcoin and Ethereum, you understand what they are, and now you want to venture out and get involved with some other projects. Each of our guests so far have touched on the importance of doing your own research. And today we are going to teach you exactly how to do it. We sit down from Dustin from SwiftX and he shares key questions that you must ask yourself before hitting the buy button. We go through step-by-step instructions to complete your own research. And we even do a live research project on the pod. And we go through what do you do when the price of a coin skyrockets or plummets? So let's get into it. Welcome to the podcast, Dustin. It's so good to have you on board. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm really excited. We are in the SwiftX offices today, which is always a fun place to be. And you actually work here. Yes, I do. Yeah. So I'm a customer support officer. I've been here for around four months now and I'm loving it so far. It's really good. Amazing. And there are so many people here looking around. And what do you do? How do you help people as a customer support officer? So I'm mainly on the front lines in the live chat. So if you come and message the SwiftX live support, chances are you'll have a friendly chat to me. So I'll deal with any questions you have about the platform. If you make a mistake, like potentially sending a coin to the wrong place, I can help you locate it, which is... Everyone's best friend Yeah, everyone's best friend, yeah. (laughs) How good. Amazing. And for you personally, you've been in crypto for a little while. Yes. What was your very first purchase? Uh, So my first purchase was actually in September 2017. I bought Bitcoin at around $3,000. Oh my God. How good. Yeah, I had some friends who were in it from 2014. Uh, I actually remember we were in school. This was before it was not advised to buy crypto on 18, but I had friends trading Dogecoin in school in like 2014. So, oh my God. Yeah, I wish I got it on it then, but yeah, 100%. It is. And it's just crazy to think like $3,000. Yeah. Like I could have never imagined looking at it then that we'd have the growth that we had today. No, no one did. And so what we're going to be talking about today is doing your own research. So if someone's been listening, they're like, okay, cool. I've got Bitcoin. I've got Ethereum down pat. I want to start looking at some other projects. This is going to be the episode for them. So where I'd love to start is if someone is just starting out and they're thinking they might like to start researching something new, what do you think is the most crucial thing for them to look at? Um, I think... Firstly, there's a few things that you should keep in mind before you start your research. So I think one of them is just taking everything you see online with a bit of a grain of salt. So (laughs) you need to realize that people are probably holding the coins that they're telling you to buy. So I think as we're going to talk about doing your research is really important to making your own decisions and being less influenced by price action. So if you believe in a project, you're probably going to be less disheartened if it say drops 20% if the market goes down. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think the first point would probably be only buying coins on big exchanges to start off with. As you can imagine, exchanges do their own due diligence when it comes to putting coins on the platform. And you're saving yourself some time by knowing that these coins do have legitimacy behind them to some extent. Yeah, 100%. And something you touched on is buying coins that aren't listed on big exchanges. So we haven't actually gone through DeFi just yet. Um, So guys, if you know what that is, you'll know what we're talking about. But if you don't, don't stress. Yeah. It's just if you're on your, of course, SwiftX exchange and there's a coin on there, there is a chance, of course, that someone else has done some research on there. So there's that little bit less risk yeah, exactly. than something else. Yeah. And then I think the next thing is getting really familiar with CoinGecko and CoinMarketCap. Mm, yeah. Okay, let's go into that. Yeah. 
So CoinGecko is the one I prefer to use. It's essentially a place where you can track all of the statistics of all of the coins. And you can see them ranked by market cap. So the market cap is essentially the total price of the coin multiplied by the circulating supply of the coins. So that tells you how big the market is for that specific coin. Yeah. So you can see them all listed by market cap. So obviously you've got Bitcoin at the top, Ethereum, et cetera, et cetera. You can also look at them in categories. So if you are interested in investing in gaming coins, you can go click on the gaming category and you can see all the gaming coins there. Yeah. There's really useful information like the website for the coins are on there as well. You've got charts of like the last week, the last year, and it's definitely a good place to get familiar with. Okay, so they've gone on this this coin market cap or yep. coin gecko. How do they differ? Uh, so coin market caps actually owned by Binance now. I think coin gecko is more decentralized, I guess you can say, which kind of fits into the whole crypto narrative. Uh, they're pretty much the same thing though, so you can choose whichever one you prefer. Amazing. So when we're talking about this type of of investigation or analysis. People often refer to it as fundamental analysis. So we've spoken about where people can go to find the information. We've spoken about looking at market cap. What other things would people be looking at when they're researching? So I've got actually four questions that I ask myself when I go to look for every coin. So the first one is, what does this project bring to the crypto space? The second one is, are there any projects doing something similar? If so, what makes this a better investment? Uh, Is there a good community for this coin? And does the team and the roadmap look promising? So I'll break all these down for you. So the first one, what does this project bring to the crypto space? Is this coin doing something innovative that no other coins are doing right now? Are there any other projects doing something similar? So this could be okay, but you kind of want to find the competitive edge in what you're investing in. And a good community is always good for a coin. I know Alex touched on this in episode two. A community can definitely drive the price of the coin and get the word out there about the coin, which is really good. And the final point is if the team and the roadmap looks promising. So most coins will put out a roadmap of what they're looking to do in the future. So this can be a really good indicator to see what's coming up for that specific coin. And if you can get in early, you can definitely make some good money getting on coins. Yeah, you can. So with all of this, is this all listed on those research platforms that you said before? Yeah. So I think the best thing to do is find sources of information that work for you. So I know Twitter is a really good place for information. YouTube is a really good place for information. On CoinGecko, like we talked about before, you can actually go on the website of the coin and there's something called a white paper. I'm not (laughs) sure if you guys have touched on that yet. Not yet. Tell us about those. So it's essentially, it's kind of like an academic paper where they put in all of the information about what they're looking to do with the coin. It's something that they would give to stakeholders if people were looking to invest in the project early. So it definitely gives you a really good in-depth view of what that coin is about. Fantastic. And I think um, the guys from Equity Mates actually did a really good point around this in doing your research is so important. I think every guest we've had on so far and we'll continue to have on, we'll touch on this because it is such a huge, important factor of the crypto world. It's something that, you know, in a traditional investment category, like a stock exchange, people do that for you. As you mentioned, there isn't as many regulatory bodies or any at all to actually create a cryptocurrency. So you kind of are in charge of your own destiny. You need to do this research if you want to look at successful projects. Yeah, that is correct. Yeah, it's such a new space. So there's definitely not those regulations there yet, but that does make it exciting. It does because, you know, if you find something and this is what we've seen so many people do, they find something before other people that looks like a great project, like some of the stuff and some of the technology that people are working on. If you read about it and you're like, oh my God, this is going to change the world, it might. It might, yeah. And I think patience is another big thing. Yeah. If you find something early, just sit on it. 
So there are external websites that you can go and do all of this research in, but we love SwiftX, of course, and you can actually do research on that platform as well. Yes. Can you talk us through how to do that? So we have an info page on every coin. So right now, if you go to the nav bar, it's the furthest right tab on the coin, and it actually does have snippets of CoinGecko on there. And we've got some more information for you. So yeah, you can definitely do your nighttime reading. <laughs> yeah, it is good. And I think guys, like none of you should be buying something if you don't know what the project is about. Like, of course you can, and maybe you'll have some success, but you know, you wouldn't go and buy a stock as again, the best example, you'd never buy it without researching Yeah, it. of course. Yeah. If you look back at the price of uh, Bitcoin and altcoins over the past year, we've had multiple 50% drops. And if you don't know what you're holding, chances are you're going to panic sell at the bottom. So People still do that anyway, Joe. <laughs> okay, so we're not going to go into technical analysis before, but yeah. people may have heard that term. Yeah. How do they differ? So technical analysis is essentially looking at past data to make better informed decisions about the movement of the price in the future. So there's specific tools you can use that can help you maybe decide, like, is the coin going to go up or down in the next few days? And people trade based off that. Mm-hmm. Amazing. So it's kind of more looking at what the pattern of behavior is. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. So there's lots of theory. Uh, it, it applies to stocks as well. There's certain um, patterns you can look for in charts, which can tell you where the price is going to go. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. So if people are getting to this stage of their crypto journey, they're generally diving in a little deeper, wanting to look at some alternate investments. What do you see being so involved in the SwiftX community? What do you see are people's biggest fears or concerns about crypto? I think there's definitely been a big shift in the past few years. I know my parents are very skeptical about cryptocurrency for a while, especially in 2017 when the market dropped and I lost most of my money. <laughs> it's a bit of a rite of passage, but they were very skeptical about it. I think it's actually more kind of the opposite now is what I've seen working here. I feel like people are just jumping into it. They're doing a little bit of research, but not enough to actually understand what they're investing in and potentially jumping the gun a little bit. So I think as we talked about, yeah, definitely doing your research is good to make better informed decisions. Amazing. And we spoke about things not being as regulated. Yeah. Is that something that you think people are worried about? Uh, I definitely think it can be. There are a lot of scams out there. Uh, that's probably one of the biggest things I deal with as a customer support officer. I think the the best word of advice I can give you is if something seems too good to be true, it probably is. You know, there's the classic Elon Musk Ethereum giveaway. Like you send me one Ethereum, I'll send you two back. You kind of just need to stop and think like, where does that Ethereum come from? Yeah. yeah. Is this some sort of Nigerian prince that's yes, emailing it, me? Yeah, it, it is the 2021 <laughs> Nigerian prince, yeah. Something we also spoke about earlier was Twitter. Yeah. And this is a whole new world. Twitter, Facebook, Discord, there are thousands of ways that you can hear about crypto now and really become involved in the community. And that is where, um, as you say, it can be places where people just have their own self-serving interest at heart. Yeah. You know, they're talking about a coin that they obviously have a high stake in, that they're really excited to to see it jump and go to the moon. What would you say if someone's talking about a coin, what would be your next step before even looking to purchase that? So one thing I'll touch on is something called a pre-sale. So when new coins come out to distribute the money evenly between the market, what they'll do is they'll do a pre-sale where they'll have it listed at a certain price and they'll have a whitelist to get in. And they'll usually have what we call cryptocurrency influencers who are the ones that get this whitelist. So They'll get a portion of the coin in return for tweeting about it. And obviously that's going to make the price drive up. And you want to be really careful of scenarios like these because at the end of the day, the, the, as we were talking about, the influencers are just looking to make money on these coins, which is why it is also good to buy coins on exchanges. Yeah, for sure. And are there other examples of this, like people, just everyday people doing this as well? 
that you've yeah, seen? Yeah, to some degree, yeah. They'll just buy a lot and then keep tweeting about it. But I think you just need to learn how to trawl through the haystack to find the needle, I guess, yeah. So guys, something that we thought would be really fun is to do live research on a particular project. So we are pre-recording this, so it's going to be a little bit before you actually hear it, but we're going to jump on to CoinGecko and Dustin, what project are we going to look at? So we're going to jump in and do some analysis on Secret. Amazing. Okay, let's start at the start. Okay, so I'm on the CoinGecko page for Secret. So up in the search bar on the top right, the ticker is SCRT. This one is on SwiftX if you're looking to do some research as well. So we can see the price right now is $2.27. It's down 1.2% today. The first thing you can see under that is the market cap. So that's what I was talking about before. So the market cap of this coin is around $300 million. So you can see the circulating supply is $150 million times by the $2.27 is $334 million. Amazing. So guys, when you're looking at that to do it yourself, the way that you work that out is market cap is up the top. And then circulating supply is just a little bit further down. So that makes so much more sense when you're thinking about, you know, how you're trying to understand a market cap. And even more so than that, when you're thinking about how much could this particular project increase in value? Yeah, that's correct. So theoretically, the market cap has to double in value for your coin to double in value. So for something like Bitcoin that's sitting around approximately a trillion dollar market cap, in theory, there needs to be another $1 trillion entering the market for you to double your money. Whereas on a smaller coin, there's a lot less that needs to come in. But obviously, as we've talked about, there's risks with investing in smaller projects. Amazing. What other things would you be looking at on this page? So the total value locked, uh, you'll get into that more with DeFi. So I'll just leave that one for now. If you scroll down a little bit, you can see the price chart. I'd probably set it to one year to get a gauge of how the price has changed in the past year. As you can see right now, the price did go up to just under five US dollars and it's now sitting at $2.27, like we said. You can see the volume as well is starting to increase, which is a good sign. And then if you scroll back up to the top on the right, so you can see the website for Secret. You can also see their Twitter, their Telegram, their GitHub. So you can actually look at the source code, which is really interesting. So if we go and click on secret.network, which is their website. And something I want to jump in with on there, uh, guys, if you don't know what a GitHub is, don't worry, it's fine. Um, But it is something that's really unique to crypto and really cool. So can you explain what sort of things people can find in GitHub and what source code means? If someone's never heard that term before, what's source code? Yeah, so yeah, this is actually something I deal with every day studying IT at uni. But so GitHub is a place that you can upload your code to work with other people on. It can be private for a workplace or it can be public. Obviously, with cryptocurrency, everything is quite transparent, like the blockchain. They've also posted their code so people can go in and look at the code. And if you see any bugs, you can actually get reported to the team and get rewarded. So I know that Secret is quite a community project. It's community driven. So they all do work on the code and the future of the coin together. Amazing. Okay. So we've just gone to their website now, and I'm guessing this is where we're going to find out a little bit more about what this project actually does. Yes. So it says Secret Network is the first blockchain with data privacy by default, allowing you to build and use applications that are both permissionless and privacy preserving. This unique functionality protects users, secures applications, and unlocks hundreds of never before possible use cases for Web3. So... We're going to translate that to English that everyone understands. How could we interpret what they actually do? So you know what smart contracts are? Mm -hmm. That was talked about a bit in the first episode. So Secret Network have created privacy-preserving smart contracts. So this is a smart contract that only people who you want to see can see the information of the smart contract. 
So it allows you to actually store data on the blockchain, almost like a database, which is much more efficient. How cool. And so like there's so much information on here. If you want to learn about a particular project, this is exactly where you'd go. Uh, Keeping in mind, this is obviously a page that's run by them. So on SwiftX, they obviously take a analysis of everything that's there and give you a high level summary and interpretation that's done by someone at SwiftX. This page, when you're looking at it, always keep in mind, it's like going on any brand's website. That brand has created that website and they are telling you exactly what they want you to hear. So with this, it is likely to all be something that is 100% true, accurate, correct, but it's always good to validate with an external source. Yeah, that's correct. So something else that you can find out, and we're going to touch on it now, is their roadmap. So what they've already developed and what they're planning on developing. Now, we just typed into Google. You can find it on the website, but we wanted to have a look at the picture of this as well. So Dustin, can you talk to us about what we found on there? Yeah. So the roadmap, they've just done an updated roadmap about two weeks ago, actually. So you can see that in the next four months, they've got a lot of things releasing, which is a really good sign. It means that the team is active and they're looking at pushing out new content, which further enhances the coin. That roadmap piece is so crucial for so many, I guess, projects to see if they are still active, if everyone's still working on it, if they've got funding to continue the work as well. And even just knowing like what's coming up, because that can always indicate, I guess, something that would be reflected in the market as well. Yeah, that's correct. So you can go into the usually the blogs of the website on each part of the roadmap, you can type in the the name of what they're releasing because they're usually these really fancy names and you can actually read about it and see how it is going to improve the coin and the community. And something that's a little bit unique about Secret is that with most projects, you can just research who is the team, like who's the guys behind this. But this one's pretty decentralized where everyone kind of pitches in and helps to build it out. Yeah, so you can become a Secret agent and you can commit code using DeFi, which we'll get into later. You can vote on certain aspects of the future of the coin and you can get paid in secret for doing all that, which is really cool. Isn't that amazing? It's just a whole new world. So we're actually going to jump onto the SwiftX website and see what their definition or what their research says about this coin. So the summary of it is that the secret network is a blockchain that makes it possible to privacy preserve smart contracts. By using the network's privacy technologies and encrypted data, developers are able to build privacy preserving applications. In brackets, secret applications. So I know that all of this may sound really hard to comprehend and understand, but the thing that I know personally I always like to do is try and find a real-world application of this. So with this one, it's pretty unique and it is hard to kind of think outside the box and think, God, when can this be used if that's not how your brain is naturally wired? But I guess maybe uh, bank lending is a really good example of this. Yeah, exactly. So when you go to a bank, you don't always want all of your transactions to be public. In the future, if we start using blockchain for every transaction, there's some things that you might not want everyone to see. So being able to choose who can see those things is really important. It is important to have privacy among decentralization. 100%. So when we spoke about decentralization in the first episode, if you haven't listened to that and you don't understand what decentralization is, jump back and listen to that one. But it essentially means that everyone is jumping on to validate what's going on. And so if you were looking to apply for a new loan for a house, if you're looking at sending over a whole heap of your personal information, then that's something that you perhaps wouldn't necessarily want someone external validating. So this whole premise of secret is that you can have privacy while still having a decentralized network. Yeah. And I know in an earlier episode, you touched on the thought of using crypto to vote with a government. 
if it's currently visible to everyone, that can influence what people vote for because you'd be able to see the votes as they're coming in. Whereas if you use something like secret, no one can see the votes until they release them at the very end, which makes it a much more fair process. Yeah. Amazing. And they are such good examples. So guys, when you are doing your research, try to think about how would this influence the world today? Or is there a use for this? As you came back to those questions yeah. at so, the start. Yeah. So what does this project bring to the crypto space? What we've just talked about. Are there any other projects doing something similar? Not to this level. It took them four years to code the privacy preserving smart contracts, which is pretty amazing. Is there a good community for this coin? There is a good community. We haven't really touched on this yet, but you can go into the Discord and you can see how active everyone is. You can go on Twitter and you can search up Secret Network to see who's tweeting about it. And does the team and roadmap look promising? As we just talked about, there's a lot of things there. Incredible. And two things I want to break down because I have found them, loved them, learned to integrate with them, but some people may not have heard about them. So Discord and Telegram, Yes. what are those and how do they differ? So Discord, you'll join a server and there'll be different channels. So it's more like a community and the channels will be about different topics. So one of them might be like trading ideas and you go talk about trading ideas. And then one of them might be about gaming coins, for instance, and you go talk about gaming coins. Telegram is just a running set of messages. So I personally like Discord better because it's easier to kind of store data. Whereas with Telegram, you might have to scroll up for like a thousand messages to find something you want. So guys, Discord is probably more comparable to Slack. If you use Slack at work or Microsoft Teams or anything like that, Discord is probably similar to that. It's like an informal Slack, yeah. But it it is really fun. And then Telegram is probably more aligned to Twitter or a revolving news feed. Yeah, so I think Telegram's better for announcements of a project. It can get a bit crazy in there if there's 20,000 people. Like imagine a group chat with 20,000 people. It's just hard to keep up. <laughs> yep, 100%. So they're both really good ways that if you are super invested in a particular project, you can sign up to that and get real lifetime stuff or register for their Twitter and they usually put the big important stuff out there as well. Yeah, exactly. Incredible. Well, is there anything else? This is a huge topic that we've tried to break down today. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners or you think is super important when someone's just starting out and looking at some other coins or projects to invest in? I think one thing is to challenge your bias. So in 2017, I lost a lot of money. I think a lot of people did. I think that I was going on these platforms and I was searching for things that I wanted to see. So someone told me to invest in a coin. I invested in it. It was going up a bit and then everything started going down. And I was just kind of looking up that name of the coin and people saying, hold, hold, it's going to go up. So I think if I did my own research and challenged my bias about why I'm holding that coin, yeah, it it definitely would have been better. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And we do see that all the time. So many people just panic and they sell everything. But if you do at your core really believe in this, if you go and do your research when something drops and you say, oh, hang on, the project is still on track. The team hasn't gone anywhere. Fundamentally, nothing has changed with this. Then it's probably still a good investment and it's just some market. Yeah, exactly. If you think about the amount of times that people would have gone down 90% on Bitcoin and are now billionaires. They just had their conviction and they stuck with it. So yeah, they did their research. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been epic having you on board. And guys, if you are a SwiftX customer, you might even chat to Dustin one day. you might see me in the live chats. I'm the only Dustin. (laughs) (laughs) For now. So good. Well, thank you so much for jumping on and we will talk to you soon. See you guys. 
Thank you so much for joining us for today's show. If you liked it, don't forget to head over to the gram and join us at Tapping Into Crypto. And before we finish up, just a general disclaimer that this podcast is for entertainment purposes only. And the opinions on this podcast belong to individuals and are not affiliated with any companies mentioned. Any advice is general in nature and does not take into account your own personal situation. If you're looking to get advice, please seek out the help of a licensed financial advisor. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you.